Hello everyone, welcome along to another episode of Football Manager Therapy. I'm of course your host Tony Jameson and joining me as always is the one and only Rich Owens. Rich, how the devil are you buddy? I'm I'm doing quite well actually pal, gotta say, all things considered. Um, I'm not melting today, which is a massive bonus. Um, mm-hmm. You know, look at this, just a bunch of dads just sat around talking about the weather and how hot it is. <laughs> less than a minute in, less than a minute in. Um, but no, perfect. It's yeah. exactly what it needs to be. The next thing is we're going to start discussing how we got here. Like, what roles did you take? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so there was, there was a bit of a backlog on the landing. So I kind of, uh, yeah, I went the back ways. I went the back ways. Out the bathroom yeah. window, down the side of the house. Did you did you stop at the services on the landing? Because the services on the landing are all right, but the downstairs services, they're, they're better. Downstairs services are brilliant, but the petrol is ridiculously expensive downstairs. So, you know. You know, topical comedy. Topical. <laughs> Top, that's, what, that's, that's what that's what we do. Yeah. In your in your face have I got news for you. Yeah. yeah. Suck it well, mock of the week. I was gonna say, welcome to mock the football manager therapy of the week. It's, <laughs> it's brilliant. We're diversifying. We've got mm. to. That's what we've got to do. Um, but yeah, no, it's nice to have you. And of course, obviously mentioned the weather. It is the warmest day uh, so far. And our guest. Again, we have a wonderful guest. Our guest is currently mm. sat in a hoodie, so I don't really either. Either he doesn't feel the the uh, the, the weather, or he's mocking us. Mm. Just I hate it. Trust I, me, I, hate it. I have to. Maybe he's got like a UFC fight, and I've got, I've got my weight cut. I've got to do it. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I've got to have the hoodie on. Like he had bin bags on before we started. Obviously, mm. this is better for the YouTube viewers. If anyone's watching the podcast, go. What the fuck is going on now? Um, we will say hello, hello. Uh, well, hello and welcome to Second Yellow Card. How are you? I'm excellent. Starting to regret putting this hoodie on now. I was wearing a vest and I was like, that seems inappropriate for a podcast recording. So I just grabbed the first thing I could put. I've still got the vest on too. This is terrible. Hey, I mean, to be fair, I, I do like the fact that you thought, you know what, I'll dress up. That's nice. Like, there, there's a level of respect going, they don't need to see a string of vest. You, know? and... you should see what I was I had a bow tie ready and everything, but that seems inappropriate as well. So <laughs> it's just a bow tie. It's it's just a bow tie. It's, it's for Patreon only. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If he if he lifts, lifts up his neck, it spins like Frank Butcher's. Oh. It squirts water at you. <laughs> Be ideal in this weather, wouldn't it? Cool you down. It'd be lovely. It, it cool everyone it, else down. It, it gets the heart racing, but it cools you back down at the same time. Ooh, it's perfect. Mm, yeah, terrible weather for clowns. This. Like, oh, smell my giant novelty flower. And people are like, yes, please, yes. Just, just spray me with water. That's, yeah. Also, as well, clowns look more creepy because their face, their face pins melting as they go along. <laughs> Smell me flower. Like, you can't say that to polite company. You look like they'd be crying in the shower. <laughs> Maybe this is why I'm scared of clowns. I've only ever seen them during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Winter clowns, fine. Totally upstanding. Winter citizens. clowns probably look lovely. They look like like uh, Edwardian mannequins, possibly. But in the summer, oh God, no. See, so look at this. They instantly transform into degenerates. Yeah. We're going, we're going pro- proper dad podcast now, aren't we? It's like, I tell you what you don't see anymore. White dog poo and clowns in winter. Mad, isn't it? Mad. It's like yellow. Circus shuts down for the winter. Yeah, it's mad. It's like yellow cars, though. When you really start looking for them, you'll spot more of them. He's just you know, t- Tony nips off Morrison's. You're just like, I tell you what, that, that lad in the queue next to me, massive shoes. Oh, no, wait. It's it's Bonzo. The... What are the chances? There's nine of them in that car. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he has parked to the parent and child space, so you know you've got to have at least three people. In there. <laughs> oh, 
I think even by our standards, this is the most sort of off off kilter introduction we've ever done. Um, and I blame I blame myself. I blame the weather. I blame the weather. That's what I'll blame. That's what I'll blame. I'm not blaming anything else. Um, but yeah, second yellow card. Absolute pleasure to have you on. Uh, it's been a little while. Uh, come, we've obviously we've had this organised for a bit of a while, so we've been looking forward to it. Um, I guess we start. We'll start right back at the beginning, shall we? Um, what got you in? No, I'm not doing the what got you into football manager. That's a, a question we're not going to do. It's, this isn't the sort of podcast for that sort of uh, sort of information. Other other sort of avenues can can do that. What we're going to talk about? We're going to talk about something that that's been relatively close to my heart, but is probably a lot more close to your heart. Talk to us about build a nation. <laughs> it's just it's one of those things that I don't know where. Like when I first I did one in like. 2016 or i mean i started it and i just thought wouldn't it be cool to try and make a league really good rather than a team and then i thought oh how can i go about doing that and at the time honestly i didn't really know i was like oh we'll just win stuff and then things will happen we'll go up and lots of money comes to league and league does good things but fm doesn't really work that way because transfer ai and like you could give you know you give a team a billion pounds and they'll spend it on a non-league guy and put him on 90 grand a week it doesn't really work that way so that was a bit of a failure uh, and then i quit youtube for two years but then when i came back it wasn't directly because of that but it wasn't entirely not because of that either and i thought i'd try it again and i realized that actually you could sort of do it but you had to sort of babysit the other teams and sort of be like look i'll give you some loan players but you've got to use them and you have to play them in Europe, but you don't have to pay for them. It's fine. And then I just kind of got into the point where it was like, you're playing a save and you're having fun with your own team. But then you suddenly realize that you're rooting for all the other, in this case, it was Polish teams in European competitions. And suddenly it's like you're managing five teams at once with only actually managing one. It was brilliant. And I've just loved it ever since, honestly. It's been really, really good fun the last couple of saves like that. Hmm. I think it, it's, it's been an amazing um, sort of set of stories to watch. I mean, I've, I've tried it on on FM 22 tried and, and probably failed. I would say is the, uh, I, didn't so much, I didn't so much build a nation. I'm all, I, 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 I took a nation to its knees is what I did. And <laughs> called snivel and rest. You built it some crutches after yeah. you'd broken its legs. Yeah, yeah. I built, I built an airport for me to leave. That's what I built. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let, let, less of a build a nation, more of a start a revolution. That was, that was the, uh, I'm, I'm amazing on civilization, not so good on football manager. <laughs> if only Gandhi could play football manager, then maybe there'd be a chance for us. He'd have been better than half the players I've got on my team, that's for certain. Um, <laughs> but uh, Low aggression. But, the, low mm. aggression. Well, the thing is, that's fine, though, because all my players had two for strength, yeah. so it'd be perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we had... Um, He'd, be, he'd also be a model professional as well, so he'd be great <laughs> in there for, for leadership and, uh, and mentoring. Um, but yeah, because obviously I, I, I caught your... Your, your Polish um, build a nation. And obviously I've seen, seen the Norway as well. And obviously we're now up to, to Northern Ireland. Like, like what was the, what's the pitfalls I suppose really? Cause there'll be some people who are obviously listening and sort of going, I keep hearing the term build a nation, but I don't quite know what it means or, or how you do it. I mean, I suppose in, in a sense, like how, how do you do it really? Well, I think it depends because when I see a lot of people do build a nation saves, when I look at them now, what they're trying to do is build their national teams up. And that's mm. never what I intended to do when I did what I, I don't know if it was the first one that was like called build a nation when I did it the first time around. But like since then, particularly with the introduction of the 
dynamic youth writing <laughs> tm <Yeah>. and <laughs> other youth writings are available old. that may work <laughs> yeah uh, you should try championship manager um but i think i've completely lost my train of thought it's it's completely gone. <laughs> what was the question? Hey, welcome to the podcast. That's uh, yeah. exactly, exactly. You are officially, hey. officially one of us now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the question was uh, was was talking about the pitfalls of a builder nation and and trying to explain it to to people because obviously, let's like say it's a it's a term they hear um, and it's a term that people obviously try and, and replicate maybe without the, uh, the 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 success or the the intricacies uh, that build nation say would require. I think the biggest pitfall is just that you have to be extremely patient. It takes a long time. Mm. You, you can't be like, oh, we'll do it in five years. No, 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 you won't. Five years into this save, we'd, I think we'd qualified for Europe. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, and plus we start in the second tier. I always start with the second tier club when I do these, just mm-hmm. because, you know, it needs to be more difficult. Um, but no, the main reason I start as a second tier club is because if you start as one of the major sides in a nation, you're just taking a good side and making them better. Whereas if you take a crap side, then you're at least adding additional quality to the top flight rather than re-establishing existing hegemonies, I suppose. So you just kind of... Every little advantage I can get, but the biggest pitfall is just it takes time. We've just started season 23 in Ireland, Mm. and we've... We're seventh, going up to sixth maybe this year, but that's still a long way off of the top in England, which is always the big hegemonic target at the very top. But Mm. I don't know if we'll ever do it. Maybe one of these years. We got third with Norway, and that had huge drawbacks because... There's so much difficult because one of the ways you have to do it is by you can't really be signing players from teams in your league because then you're weakening your rivals and they need those players for Europe. So you kind of have to be able to sign from abroad, which then runs you into all sorts of problems with homegrown player quotas and all this sort of jazz that most leagues have. This is why I chose Ireland because it doesn't have any rules like that. The only rule in Ireland is that non-EU players have to be on 200, uh, sorry, £296 a week minimum wage, which is basically, if you're in Europe, it doesn't matter. Every player, your youth players are on twice that. Mm. So it's basically... The rules are there are no rules, so it's one of the best leagues to try it in. But it starts so low down, and the other sides in the league are so awful that it takes a long time, and you have to start basically buying players purely to give to other teams. But we don't like give them to; we just loan them. But getting them to accept the loans and actually try to build these loan farms up of players that want to go to these teams is so tedious and so difficult to get them to actually take the loans in the first place. I mean, we had an issue today where one of the other Irish sides, Sligo Rovers returned 12 loan players to us and refused to extend the loans and they left themselves with five senior players in their whole club so they they had so many loans from us for the last two seasons that they only left with five players at the club once they'd given all the loans back and then for some reason they refused to take them back again and of course they're screwed in europe now because you can only register three players after christmas so they're going to have like three grayed out players in their starting 11 when they play their knockout matches stuff like that just random acts of idiocy they've not thought that through they've not thought that through no no it's it's because, you know, we, we all know how frustrating sometimes the loan system can be. You know, we, we, we've all been there with, you know, you, you've got a, a player in your squad who's not quite first team ready. You're like, anybody can have him. Anybody can have him. The, the own, my only remit is that he's squad player minimum, ideally a regular starter. I don't want any wage contribution. I don't want any money from you. Just, just please take him and let him play football for your club. And the difficulties you'll have in shipping one of those players out. Yeah. So I bet, oh, here's my fourth choice goalkeeper. Some somebody give me fifty grand for him on loan for a season. Seventeen clubs all come rushing in. I was like, no, I'm trying to help you. I just, I yeah, just, just let me help. It's very weirdly weighted. 
and mm. they just make the strangest decisions because you'd think to me if you're another club and particularly if you're a club in the level that we're at where we're spending 50 million a year on wages and the nearest club is spending 3 million a year on wages and I've got a guy that's on 15 grand a week and is probably would be easily the best player at their club and I'm saying hey have him for free I'm going to pay his wages for as long as you want and they're like nah don't fancy it mate <laughs> and the thing is though <laughs> and this is what happened with Sligo. After they returned all those loans, two days later, they were putting loan bids in for other players that we had. But the difference is, when I offered them the players for free, they'd say no. Two days later, they'd come in with a loan offer where they're offering to pay me for them. I'm like, mate, are you not communicating here? I mean, I know we borrowed a couple of right backs off you, but have you got have you got any wing backs? Because we've we've changed our formation and <laughs> I, I, I can't I can't tell them to play a little higher up. I just have you got have you got anything in a large? Possibly, yeah. just <laughs> I'll go check in the back. Yeah. It's just, it's just some other, it's just some other club's director of football. He sat there, he's seen the emails. Like we could have the best, the best striker in the league on loan for as long as we want for free. And he's about to respond to you, but that in the back of his head, he can remember, he can remember that email he got two years ago from a Nigerian prince <laughs> offering him fifty million dollars, and all he had to do. All he had to do was stump up two and a half grand. And he's like, oh, that's just there. He's like, oh, I don't know. I don't... Second yellow card. That's not even a real name. I love, I, love the, I love the idea that the director of football marks your email as phishing. Just... Yeah. <laughs> I'm just all of them are going in the spam folder now. He's just not even seeing them. Also, as well, like fair play to your level of admin in game that all of your transfer offers are done via email as well. <laughs> oh, I do my fax too. I need an audit trail just to make sure that everyone knows what's going on. <laughs> I think I'd be better off just putting them all on a minibus and driving them around on like a tour, being like, "Hey, look, it's like a some kind I of." I don't think you're allowed to do show. that anymore. Now I don't think you're allowed <laughs> to, to <laughs> have a minibus full of players and go, "Ah, eh, eh." <laughs> you live here now. Like I don't think you can do that. <laughs> Alternatively, it's just trying to get them to on, odd and wingy themselves, isn't it? Right, you get in yep. your Land Rover, you drive down there, you park up outside the stadium, and you just tell the press you play for them now. Don't. Yeah. Sure, Sorry, you live in sure Dundalk now. Show them that you want it. Yeah. <laughs> show a bit of desire. Yeah, just like if you can be in the car park with you know some uh, some proof that you've rented a property in the local area, that would really go down well. That would well, like really... at least like a train ticket. Yeah. So we know who you got here. Yeah. Are you signing a contract? No, no, this is my tenancy agreement. Uh, <laughs> I've already paid. I'm working in Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Been transferred branches as well because I was I was only part time wages up there. I was I'm on that 296 pound contract. Can you believe it? <laughs> Subway building a nation. You see, they're trying to build up the smaller branches. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I think that would be. I'd be fine with that as a game as well. I'd be totally yeah, fine with that. that. That'd be mm -hmm. incredible. Oh, Franchise manager. Yeah. I want to win the sandwich Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> Start entering yourself. You could look, look, and go. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe if we could be in, a, in an eating contest, that would be good, wouldn't it? Like, oh, how many, how many subs could you eat in in twelve minutes, and then set yourself a record. <laughs> Deciding what formation you're going to go with. Do we go BLT here, or am I going to go with a cheese and ham sandwich? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then in two, but then in two years' time, the game's too easy, so everyone's limiting themselves. Like, right, I can only use, I can only use Italian herbs and cheese. <laughs> meatballs, no bread meatballs. Alone, just crackers. <laughs> meatballs are all P this year, clearly. <laughs> only on attacking. Oh, double cheese, double cheese. He's going double cheese. He's 
He's just slicing the bread asymmetrically as well. <laughs> <laughs> clearly, clearly does it online. Yeah. Oh, he's cheating! Look, oh, look at him. He's gone. He's gone fillingless. Oh, what, what a coward! <laughs> this guy's a condiment merchant. <laughs> He's always playing for condiments. So, he just puts two massive cookies either side of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Not even bothered with crisps. <laughs> nah, crisps is like downloading tactics. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love I love the idea this is a possibility now. I think we do this. I think we cash in on this because this is a hundred percent a thing. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it's um, otherwise. I mean, I, I say, like, I, I tried, I tried it because I'm obviously watching your your uh, your content and uh, and streams, and and then with the adverse advertisements of the of the dynamic youth rating TM um, that was advertising in FM22, I was like, right, let's do it, let's have a go, okay? And I got swept up in the whole thing. I was like, you know, let's do, let's do Indonesia, because again, I was, yeah, like, I, saw I was like, look at look at a league that's that we've not done before, that's going to be difficult. Like Indonesia is a nation of Oh, it's an international team. I think I've only ever qualified. I've got to the quarterfinals of the World Cup once, and that was at the first World Cup. And then they've never really been there since. Um, so that, that's brilliant. So there's no Indonesian team's ever won the Asian Champions League. That's brilliant. Let's do that. Fucking hell. I got into it. Like, I loved it. It was great. But you're saying there that you're in 23 seasons in and you've finished seven. That feels like most of my saves anyway, really. like, <laughs> like So for me, I'd need... Four, you know, you know the new the new photographs they've, they've just uh, done from the space telescope, James Webb like, telescope, yeah, yeah, like thirteen billion years. That's me with a build a nation save. Like I've, <laughs> they've they've had you need to redshift to see your save. That's how far yeah. off it's the Doppler effect. <laughs> like, like your your Hubble, right? Okay, your Hubble. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank you. <laughs> and I've got the Mass Hadron Collider in the background going, Wonder Kids, Wonder Kids, Wonder Kids. <laughs> nope, not going to another Wonder Kids. <laughs> oh well, never mind. <laughs> So, so yeah, I would I would recommend it. I would definitely recommend it. Um, but I I I, I, lo- I loved it. I genuinely loved it. But I say I was just it was more about the lack of success. I was fine with because again, people who watch my streams know lack of success. I'm totally cool with that. Um, but then when we got to the irony is when we finally won the league in Indonesia and we won the Asian Confederations Cup, so not the Champions League. I looked at the same and went, oh, "It's be easy now, isn't it?" Like, I was like, <laughs> That's the thing. oh, we've won, and I, I almost, I was almost upset that we'd won the league because we won it at a canter as well. I was like, yeah, oh. Oh, okay, and like, but that's why I like a building a nation because, like, we've won the league 14 years in a row with Treaty. Last season, our goal difference was 167, but we don't really care about the league games. The league games are just like, oh, we'll use it as a tactics incubator. We've got these 36 mm. games here. Can we do an invincible season? Uh, can we do an unbeaten season? All this extra stuff just to test mm. them out. It's mostly just preparing for the Champions League, but I think the reason I like it is because. I think this save probably would have got boring ages ago if we didn't have that added factor of babysitting these other teams and watching them grow in Europe and rooting for them in the Champions League and in the Europa League. Like we've had a Shamrock Rovers have won the Conference League mm. in this save mm. with without me doing anything other than just like loaning them some players, but they did it with our help, but we didn't actually do it. And we watched the whole game live on stream on full match as if we were managing it just to root for them because it's fun to have that kind of plus it's much easier for me so i'm sat there like oh i don't have to do anything here i don't have to reach down and press encourage or change my strikers over or make subs i can just sit here and go no no it's not my fault it's their manager he's the idiot and as it happens he wasn't the idiot and they won but it's nice less pressure Mm. 
I like that. I like that. And I, again, I'd forgotten about the whole the ninety minute streams as well. Like just watching the <laughs> watching the games in in real time. I think it's um it's a level of it's a level of of, um, of commitment that again I think I'd be I, I would be too. I don't know about yourself, Rich. I would feel like I would I have to do something like again because maybe because I'm still relatively new to streaming and. Mm. I feel like I've got to do something even like with with comedy I know that I can just sort of take my time and I can sort of like let the room breathe and sort of like host the show that way but on on stream I still feel like I have to be like oh, if I don't talk everyone's gonna leave and like <laughs> like at least in a comedy club the doors are locked so they can't go but these, these literally <laughs> all they have to do is just turn their computer off like there is nothing keeping them here so keep talking keep telling them things um so yeah so I think I'd make so many changes for no reason and end up losing like 42 nil oh it's happened to me when i first did the few of them the first couple i ended up getting backseated to hell because i wasn't used to that level of by the time someone had a suggestion that i'd ignored it was already half an hour into the game or whatever so you're fine but with mm. this one 47 seconds have elapsed and you're like oh i probably should make that change you're making substitutions you realize you're nine minutes into the match and you're like actually wait i've got to slow mm. this the hell down but once i sort of stopped doing that and just refused to make any changes until like the 70th minute unless i saw something really glaringly obvious then it became really fun because you see all sorts of stuff in full match that makes you go oh i see why we have highlight packages i understand mm. now i don't need to see that same throw in repeatedly over and over again and i now understand that but it's still fun because you kind of get the whole big match environment and you don't have to mm. do it that often and it's it's nice for chat it's it's fun i really enjoy them mm. we should do more of them we need to get to finals for that to happen i i think i i would probably rather do what you've done there you know if, um but with the conference league final just sitting there watching a match on full 90 minute highlights that you're not in control of because yeah. it's that for me like tony says that that pressure for like you need some some kind of constant interaction there's got to be something there Whereas if you just sat there, and especially you know, with a save that you're 23 seasons into, you, 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 your, your audience is is as invested in this as you are at that point anyway. Because otherwise, yeah. it'd be you know, you, you wouldn't expect somebody to just sit there and say, "Hey, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to watch another team play a match in real time, um, but with with no context." You wouldn't think people would want to watch that, and yet no. they do. And I it's um, and I love it too. And it means that clearly the reason I love it is probably the same reason they do. Because at that point, mm. I'm basically the viewer as well. Yeah, I might as well be in chat during those games. Mm -hmm. I just happen to be on camera. Mm -hmm. It's I, don't, I I like it when it's our team because I can just sit there and mostly just shoot the shit with chat while it's like there's lull mm -hmm. periods. I'll obviously mm -hmm. be commentating when something's actually happening. But most of the time, I'm just talking to chat and seeing what's going on until such time as there's actually something to talk about during the games. And it can go through some pretty fallow periods. I often find that when you watch a full match, there's just so little going on. I think the first time we did it this season round, we had like, the first half, there was like three shots. And they're like headers from the edge of the box, and you're like, "How do I make this exciting?" But people just didn't really seem to care. You suit up, you you do all the usual football manager cliches. I think that's the thing. I think it's it's and again, even in the short amount of time that myself and Rich have been streaming, is to just sort of like be, yeah, you can get away with quite a lot of things streaming. Like people are just happy to go along with the idea because you've created this crazy universe that people are invested in. And it's brilliant. Like it's so amazing to to get people on board who, of course, have been throughout the journey with you. I mean, there'll be people, of course, who join in towards the end, or they'll just turn up for the ninety minute final and be like, "Oh, what's going on here? Oh, we're doing a full yeah. ninety minutes. Oh, okay, cool. Right, let's have a little watch of that." And then already they're invested in the fact that we don't see this all the time. Like, yeah. I've never, I've never done a ninety minute match. Like, I, like I remember the first the first cup final we got to on stream and and. 
and I was going, well, I'm gonna have to wear a suit. I have to, I have to do this because of course. And um, and I was like, I'm doing it. And of course, my my chat like, yeah, good. He's done it. He's done it good. And then my my wife's downstairs like screenshotting it and putting it on Facebook, going, whose husband <laughs> is sat online <laughs> in a suit streaming a cup final? It was the Papa John's Cup final as well, by the way, an absolutely massively important cup final uh, of that course, we won. Pizza involved. Mm. Exactly. And you know what? Joke's on her, though, because once we won it, she brought a tiny bottle of champagne up for me to celebrate. So, exactly. <laughs> so they pretend they don't care. <laughs> when I won the Europa League last year with Tromsa, got a massive glass of gin. Yeah, exactly. I didn't get the gin. The gin came to me. It wasn't mm-hmm. the gin fairy that did it. Oh, no. It was that person who pretended not to care. We've had it all. We've had it all. We had, um, when we won with uh, with odds, when our first ever Norwegian Cup with odds, um, the penalties, we, we went to penalties and it was 11 10. And oh, it got tense. Now, that was 11 goals scored. So, of course, we had a couple that were missed as well. That was tense. And you could just feel it. And again, like you're sat in your room, you're in front of your computer. You you don't see the people that are involved in the chat, but you can feel that there's tension. They can feel that there's tension going on. And then when that final whistle goes or the goal goes in or the penalty scored, just everyone loves it. Everyone loves it. And it's like it's again for someone who's relatively new to the to this to the uh, this community and this scene. Oh, what a great feeling! What a great That's feeling! Amazing. Right? You just see chat filling up. Because everyone's been mm. like, they've got their hands on the keyboard, ready to go with something. And no matter what happens, you just chat just goes mental. It's it's one of the best feelings, really, because you know that you're maybe you're not, but you in a way are eliciting that reaction. And there's just that's the best thing ever. Just mm. when you feel like you're a part of something cool, it's just it's the best. That's what makes streaming so fun. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. And and was that I think you mentioned again a little bit. I'll let Rich come in on the on the next question here. Like you mentioned falling out with youtube well not falling out with youtube but there's a little hiatus with youtube like do you, what was what was the plan obviously you you had youtube previously was was twitch something that you were sort of always aiming towards or was it twitch something that you stumbled into or was it just a a natural progression i'd like to think it was a natural progression but it wasn't something i would like i wanted to stream for ages I, i've been telling myself for probably about a year and a half from like early 2019 like you need to start streaming because the only way you're going to take this any further than where it is is if you do start streaming. And I felt like I could be maybe quite good at it. I think I could be off the cuff pretty well. But I was wor- I was just anxious about it. And I couldn't push through that anxiety barrier to get myself... I did a couple of times. I managed to force myself to stream a couple of times in like April 2019, I think. and But then it, it just stopped and I couldn't seem to get past that. And then when COVID hit, I was like, screw it. I've got time. Everyone's got time. Let's just turn on the stream, start a save, see what happens and commit to doing it three times a week for a couple of weeks. Just see what happens. If you don't like it, fine, you can stop again. If no one cares, you can stop again. Except because everyone was at home, there was a captive audience and I loved the shit out of it. It was just the best thing ever. And all of a sudden I had this extra part of my week and it was around that sort of time where I was like, actually, maybe I could do this full time. And then after a couple of months, I went, actually, you know what? Screw it. Let's just commit to that being a thing now. And then that allows more time that you can invest into upgrading it and going to the next level. And then and then two years later, this is where we are. Mm. It's bizarre. Mm. No, it's no. Sorry, wait, go on. No, go, go, go for it. Go for it. I'll I was say it's 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 just been. I I find it really interesting, you know, because the the 
the kind of the, the, the scope of guests and the different people we've spoken to, um, especially over the last couple of months. Um, you know, similar to yourself, like somebody like Kev, for example, um, United City, who kind of went from made the transition from YouTube to Twitch because he, you know, was almost falling out of love with with YouTube. And it's listening to people's different kind of reactions and how they've come in and, and the way they've taken to it. And like I say, it's the anxieties over, you know, because it's, it's it's a big. You know, I, I can I can only imagine the. the the, the level of difference in going from creating content on a platform like YouTube to then going and, and live streaming because there's there's no safety, there's no editing, there's, it's just suddenly it's you and you're live and there are people. I, I, I've completely bypassed YouTube. I've n- never touched it um, and I don't think I ever will because Twitch is the right platform for me. Um, I just really enjoy hearing people's stories and different aspects to it because you don't... I One of the things that I found is that... Um, it keeps you, you know, it's, it's kept me sharp in other, in other aspects. You know, my, my background before I was streaming was kind of music and then comedy um, and then emceeing and, and, and doing things like that in front of people that I know. Uh, I emceed a gig locally a few weeks ago and it's the first time people that I know locally and, and gig with locally have seen me do it in, I think, since pre-lockdown, I think it's the first time I've done it. And they were like, that was, you were sharp. I wasn't it? like, it's, it's your first time emceeing locally and, and that was, that was good. And I was like, I think it's because I just I sit and talk to people online for 10, 15 hours a week. But that's I've just, you just get used to it. And it's 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 a wonderful, it's a wonderful script. And you don't realise just how valuable it is until you've until you've been doing it for a while. You just don't realise how that you how valuable of a skill set it is that is, you know, it's it's applicable to other things in life, you know, outside of the really? stream. Yeah, it's incredible. I absolutely I absolutely love it. And like I say, I just really enjoy hearing people's kind of you know different experiences and kind of coming into it especially compared to like other platforms i just think it's wonderful i absolutely love it yeah i think it's one of those things where i think when i was initially doing i think it was because i'd done youtube for such a long time and i was worried that if i streamed people would see the real me and i was worried that they might not like it because it wasn't Mm. editable it was Mm -hmm. just me and it turned out that i actually think that people preferred the real me to the edited version of me, which then made me change my video editing style to show more of that side of things. And that helped on that. So weirdly, I think it was actually the best thing I ever did in terms of that. But I, I know what you mean. Like I come from a music background from way back mm. and it was, I, I, you know, do gigs in front of people or whatever. And that, that was fine. But I was always still a bit like shy about it, but mm. I still do it because it was, it was fun at the end of the day. But I think it just improves your communication skills. Even if you're not mm. talking directly to people, you're still, communicating and it makes you get better at like organizing your thoughts and being able to have a catalog of anecdotes and things that you can say to break the ice in certain situations i'd like to think that it's made me better socially in terms of being able to speak to people uh, mm. but i think i'd have to go out the house to do that and mm. that's a bit i don't know about that it's not great is it it's not no, great it's you know? especially yeah. when people say oh hey you know what you can stay in the house for a while brilliant i'll do that thanks very much yeah. that's a cracking idea um because i think, I think, I, need I, think you. I think you've raised a really interesting point about that that level of, of, of anxiety with getting to know the real you and i mean hey you're talking to to, to performers as well who are getting exactly the same like you know i always thought when i started youtube I was like, I knew it wasn't for me, but I thought I had to do it. I didn't have a setup that was good enough to stream at the time. Um, and I always equated YouTube to a solo one-way performance. And I, yeah. and I, and I didn't think they were getting the real me. I thought they were getting Tony Jameson is going to present YouTube. Thank you very much. And you will listen to my anecdotes about my let's play save. And then next week we'll have another anecdote. And, um, and, and that was like, 
it felt very much like the early days of comedy for me when I started stand up. Like I felt very much like I had to be Tony Jameson, the comedian. And then when I started comparing and, and emceeing and hosting the show, I naturally became Tony and therefore became so much better, so much better because people just saw me hosting the night and I was like, right, this is cool. We're going to have this, we're going to have this, and this is how it's going to be. And I was just so much more relaxed. And I was like, I know I'm funny and I know this is going to be much better if I do it this way. But when I couldn't get that mindset out of my head going, if I'm doing a set, I'm like, okay, it's my jokes. And I have to do my jokes again. Even though I'm doing stories, it's not like jokes, but I still felt as I would almost be like yeah, a bit more rigid. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, You're well, Tony I'm... Jameson, the comedian, rather than yeah. Tony Jameson, the person. And yeah. really those two things should be the same, but they always end up in different boxes yeah. and you don't want that. And I think the streaming element just kind of allows you to sort of push those boxes together and just end up with a, I don't know, like a complete package almost. It's just like, I'm a person, here's me. I just happen to do some streaming as well, but I'm still the same person either way. I'm not any different off stream. It's not some character that yeah. I play. I 100%. couldn't play that character. And I think, I've been neurotic. And, I, and I, I keep saying as well that you can't, you can't, um, that you can't have the mask on for four hours as well. Oh, like you, It's impossible. You, you send yourself insane trying to do that. Like, you know, but I, I think it's right. I think, you know, just sitting there and being like, right, this is who I am. This is how, how it works. Like, if the stream gets cancelled because the kids are waking up and kicking off, that's just a thing. Like we'll be that's back tomorrow content. and it'll be fine. And then it's like And you get to tell stories about it when you come back. Yeah. Stuff going wrong is the best content. I look at everything like that. It's like, oh, it's a story for stream next time. It's mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just and again being able to curate to curate an audience to again sort of appreciate the fact that we're losing appreciate yeah. the fact that we're not winning and like because you know failure is funny as well and as a comedian is you don't want to be successful you don't want to be successful <laughs> terrible no one wants to hear a story a comedian telling stories of how good their life is rubbish <laughs> it's boring you know? yeah god i'll tell you what i'll tell you what was really funny last week when we bottled uh the playoffs that's good oh good tell us more about that nom 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 we'll eat it all up and it'll be brilliant <laughs> um that's what you want that's what you want and and yeah i think i've, I've found that that sort of transition has been been so much nicer um and and so do you think now because what's your you, you pushed your your full-time on streaming now full-time uh, full, yeah full-time content career. i guess yeah mm. yeah what what did, what did you leave behind what was your role be- beforehand so i did like um seo stuff so i would build mm. like websites for small companies and like i'd find little, i was basically one of those people that would just find weird ways to make money and i just happened to be doing that it's basically i did like internet marketing i did all that sort of stuff before that i was a delivery driver for a wine company i kind of just flitted Mm. it's like oh i could earn money doing that fuck i'll do that then for a bit i didn't really ever do and i was just doing football i just started doing content in the background because it was like it's the only game that my laptop would run so i just made some videos on it because i wanted Mm. to test out the youtube sort of stuff and see what that was like because i'd always thought i might be quite good at that sort of thing because i just used to commentate on football matches playing fifa back in the day when i was a kid Mm-hmm. I just commentate on myself playing them. And I realize a lot of people tend to do that. And I think that most of them quite like football manager now because of that reason alone. Mm-hmm. And it just sort of transitioned over to the point where particularly when the pandemic hit, there was all sorts of stuff going up in the air with that. And I was like, well, I'm going to be here. I might as well do something that's fun. So just sod it. Let's see what happens for a little while. If at the end of this, this is still crap, then I can just go back to doing that again. Hopefully when things calm down a bit and now I'm just doing this instead. Is there... In terms of the content that you're making in terms of Twitch, I mean, would you say that is there is there anything you enjoy doing more? Because I know obviously you've you've been involved in in, in things like the uh, um, streamer showdown in the past. Do you get more enjoyment out of kind of the, the PvP 
aspect of it or do you prefer like kind of telling the stories in terms of things like you build the nations or 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 to you are they the stories fair enough yeah hands down Uh, but not because I don't particularly enjoy PvP. It's not that I don't enjoy it. I like the things I like about competitions like Showdown and Playoffs and Super League is mm. meeting other creators and talking to people. That's really the thing I enjoy about it the sure. most. And having that kind of friendly, the witty repartee or whatever, that I enjoy getting to meet new creators and just knowing more people. The more the, I, I look at everyone as an example of trying to meet a new person. And that's always cool because you never know, you might get on really well. And that's the thing I enjoy about it. I'm not particularly bothered whether I win or lose. I just want to have fun doing it. And so I tend not to take it too seriously. I'll take it seriously to the point where I'm a professional and I'll do my job, hmm. but not so serious that I'm like, I must win at all costs. It's just not my, not in my wheelhouse. I prefer to sort of tell a story on streams and have chat kind of, most of the time it's, FM's a secondary thing in the streams. It's like just chatting and FM just happens to be a catalyst in the background. And we're just talking about random nonsense. We spent about half an hour on stream on Tuesday, just talking about uh, Big Brother from 2005. What, because that's a thing so, that happened far better than what we were talking we were talking turkish politics and the vikings so again together <laughs> or no 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 natural progression from turkish oh, politics okay. to the vikings um so, but, yeah. but again you're right the, the game is secondary almost it's like and that's the beauty of it right yeah that's why it's better than most other games to stream because say you're playing i don't know csgo or valorant or whatever you can't be reading chat while you're doing that that would be impossible and that which means that you really have to be extremely entertaining with the gameplay to do that or be world-class level at it and luckily with fm you don't have to be either mm-hmm. you can be bang average maybe even worse i know i am and you can have terrible gameplay and it doesn't matter because if the chat's good and the, tom- the topics of conversation are engaging to people then it doesn't matter it just doesn't matter 100 percent agree like there's there's nothing i enjoy less than watching somebody streaming on Twitch and there's just zero interaction with the chat because to me, yep. that's, 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 that's what, that's why you would stream on Twitch because you have that, that captive live audience and the ability yep. to interact with them. And like I say FM is the perfect game for that. It's, you know, it gives you the opportunity to build these relationships with people. It gives you the opportunity to, you know, c- cultivate a story. Um, and like I say, it, it's, it doesn't, it never doesn't even have to be about the game. You know, T- Tony's reimagined Turkish politics and Vikings. I'm assuming I wasn't there for it. I'm assuming he's combined the two somehow. So Turkish parliament, there's now like axes and long boats. I don't know. But if, if that's, if that's what they're going I mean, with, then I'm, I'm moving. It's got up the phosphorus and a long boat. <laughs> to, to, be, to be honest, I was, I was, I was, I was quite tempted to take, uh, to take your, your idea of a second, a second YouTube channel and just upload the full stream. Cause it makes no sense just saying Turkish politics and the Vikings. You've got to see the full thing to understand how we got from point A to point Z um, with, you know, all that was in between. And then, uh, you know, some, some sort of struggling in the national league North as well at the same time, it all made sense somehow. It's great I though. I mean, you could do clips and stuff are really. But I've started putting clips on my second channel now, and they do really well, much better than they would do if they were just on Twitch. If I see something funny that happens on stream, I've got some stuff from today that I need to upload just because people seem to like it. It's like they'll like you know the odds get a decent amount of viewership, but not really in the grand scheme of things. But the clips, the clips do really well, so that's exciting. It shows that there's still some level of interest in that sort of stuff, and it's even better when it's out of context. We don't need context as to why the Turkish Parliament and the Vikings are in somehow intertwined. If anything, it's better if we don't know. Fill in the blanks. Fill in the blanks, right? Like just you just choose your own adventure. How did you get to this point? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and, and you know, and, and you're right. Like I mean, you know, encouraging the chat to 
to take part in that, like creating their clips. That's the, that's the thing that I've found really interesting. Like like the, the chat are willing to say, I think that's funny. I'm going to clip that for you. Great. Because then you get to know what they like, which is lovely. Yeah. And that's that little sort of thing. Going, I really like that bit. I like, I think we were going about there. Oh, that's a hell and of a goal. I'm having a compilation of, that. of clips mm. every year. Compilation. Just go through my Twitch library. Anything with a name, download it, have a look through them, Meh. make a 15 minute video. Bam. It's just, and it's usually gold because there's just so much stuff that would have been clipped over the years that even if you disregard a few things that aren't maybe that funny, you're bound to find at least 15 minutes worth of stuff that is like roll on the floor laughter kind of funny. And that's the beauty of it. And it's nothing that usually I've done. It's usually something someone in chat said or something that's happened and I just happen to be reacting to it. And it's brilliant. I love making stuff like that. It's, it's that's the funniest thing. It's just, it's just nice to have a good time, and it's nice to feel like you are contributing in some way to maybe other people having a good time. And it's kind of like this synergistic relationship because you're having a good time because they're having a good time. It's brilliant. It's basically just the modern version of the circus, just with smaller shoes. And we've gone, we've gone full circle. And we, and we have because it's yeah, it's it's, it's the summertime, so they exist. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Have you seen a big top with frost all over? That'd be terrifying. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not streaming the circus. I'm not streaming a circus. No chance. I'm not doing it. I mean, Rich has got the curly mustache for the strongman thing, so that could be could be a thing. Exactly. Do that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine in a unitard, lifting a, a giant weight, which is just two, you know, black iron balls at the bar in the middle, one armed. Oh, that's, that's content. Yeah. Have you seen Tony's stream? He shot himself out of a cannon the other day. Why? <laughs> circus was in town. He was swallowing swords. <laughs> Yeah, he's clipped it, so you know you can have a look, see see if it made sense. Be in the compilation. Something about the economy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you see, he was doing that interpretive trapeze act about Vikings. It was really strange. Mm. Yeah, I think he was Richard's, trying to sign a player from Malma or something. Rich has bought a really small motorcycle to try and drive around his, his house in. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, that, that's it. You know, I've I've never been much of like a sub goal guy, but fifty subs next stream, I'll tame a bear live on the stream. <laughs> You've got to be careful saying shit like that. But, I mistakenly said a couple of summers ago, "Oh, if I ever hit five hundred subs, I'll get my legs waxed on the stream." Thinking we've got like two hundred now, not a problem, no problem whatsoever. <laughs> and then I remembered I hadn't streamed at that part of the game cycle yet, and then the game came out, and then Christmas came along, and then lo and behold, my legs were waxed. So that took a year to grow back. Yeah, how angry is the bear, Rich? As well, because because again, you can have a gal clause here. You can tame like a really like quite a timid bear, like no. if you're or like... like a red panda. No, no, I've, I've you know I've spent enough time around Tony to know that these these top of the league tame bears. No, it's not worth your time. I, I want I want a rough and ready lower league bear that I can come in and I can. You want can, a Harrogate Town bear? I can. I can. I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I want. You want a bear that rocks up smoking Marlboro Light. Yeah. What, what a crap bear that would be from the Builder Bear Workshop. Have <laughs> <laughs> you, you got Harrogate Town Bear? I have yeah. Yeah, over there. Yeah. <laughs> that would be in our Vanarama National Collection, sir. Yeah. yeah. Why, why is he strangling the other bear? <laughs> Look, he's, he's from, from the other town. He's, he's holding a shank. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's Harrogate Railway Bear, that one. That's, they don't get on. He's <laughs> got a blade. You can uh, you can come back and get him possibly on Thursday, but he is up in court on Wednesday, so he, he might not be around. <laughs> it's got like a voice box in it, but all it can say is pejoratives. <laughs> just yeah, imagine. Why, just why squeeze all, it. All no comment. Yeah. Why have they all got these compass patches on their arm? Is there any particular reason? <laughs> 
that, that, that's a Millwall bear. That's a lovely yeah. one, that one. They're very... <laughs> that bear's wearing an ankle tag. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of checks on these bears, aren't they? <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, 50, 50 subs, Rich. You're selling yourself short, mate. If you're going to fight a bear, like, no, tame, tame, tame. By the end of this game cycle, that bear's going to be my assistant manager. It's going to be great. Right, okay, that is right. So, 50 subs, tame the bear. 60 subs, fight the bear when yeah. he's oh, the tame. Hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, which is sort of, and then 70 subs, retain the bear again yeah, yeah, after yeah. you've broken its trust. Exactly. 80, 80 subs, tap a bear out. Yeah. <laughs> 100 subs, yeah, bring a naked chokehold yeah. on a bear. Hundred subs, just the RSPC uh, RSPCA turn up because uh, I'm the per- person that's uh, you know first recorded case of Stockholm syndrome in a bear. He can't <laughs> he loves me, but he hates me. You know, you're both really lucky. You've got people in your lives that when you're successful at the game, they will bring you things. You know, I won an FA Cup on stream the other night, and I, I got nothing. I'm hoping by the end of the game cycle, I win another trophy. Imagine a bear just comes in, hands me a salmon live on stream. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> Do you know what the weirdest thing is, though? My nickname for my girlfriend is The Bear. <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> we actually call each other Bear, which just makes this even better. <laughs> that is not a joke. <laughs> I think we found the clip for this week's show. <laughs> Just even like fish. <laughs> <laughs> Just from Alaska. Sh- she'll learn. 100 subs. <laughs> it's 100 subs. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. So, yeah, you Rich, know what? Rich so, is doing so really so well that... in Europe. Why is, why is Seki Nokar's girlfriend in the background eating a can of tuna? This makes no sense. <laughs> Sometimes I worry that we we don't have enough football manager chat on this podcast but then there's sometimes i go i don't think people are here for that <laughs> she wouldn't even but take ther- out the tin just oh. <laughs> Thera- therapy's the word therapy's the word we have in this podcast title that really allows this to to, to flow <laughs> therapy it? does a lot of heavy lifting in this title <laughs> doesn't it though yeah <laughs> yeah therapy is the deep lying playmaker <laughs> oh yeah it was- <laughs> Just spraying salmon and bear chat and oh yeah. clowns, right? Boom, clowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as as long as one person says libero during the record, we st- we stay in the video game charts. That's so, that's fine. That's that's all. It, that's yeah. all it takes. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't even know where we're supposed to go at this point. Now. <laughs> I'll ask some. I'll ask some football stuff. Matt, do you follow real football? Because this is the thing yeah. I've noticed. No, um, I'm just like no, nah. no, no. But you know, like it's it's a weird thing to say though, because we've noticed that there there are quite a few people now, myself, um, who doesn't have like a, a a team to follow anymore now. But I think the amount of live games I've watched or, or stuff on TV, like I've not seen a lot in the last few years, even like without COVID. Right, we spoke yeah. to to FM girl Alice. She was very much sort of open about she doesn't really follow football in real life so i'm aware that there is a part of the community that aren't football fans per se so i was just sort of curious as to sort of where you fall are you harrogate town by any chance or are you... <laughs> <laughs> you should you should see their mascot Rookie, mate. it's um no, I'm full of full of, okay okay yeah and like but yeah i know what you mean i think i've just become kind of apathetic to football not not Fulham itself, but outside of it. Whereas there was a time when I would watch anything. I would just, mm. hey, look, it's the Sunday 
12-53 kickoff between Hull and West Bromwich Albion. It technically would have been a Premier League game, but I'd sit there and be like, right, I'm in. What's happening? What's Peter Oden Wingate going to do? Whereas now, I couldn't care less. Like, I'll watch Fulham's games because they've been the Premier League this season. I watched them last year when I could. But I don't know. People will ask me about transfer rumours and I'm just kind of like, I don't care. It's just kind of one sports washing operation buying a player for 90 million off another sports washing operation. At some point, you kind of lose the, I don't know. I just think I've just become apathetic to it, to be honest. And it's, it's kind of sad, really. It's kind of just, there's no real mystery anymore. It's like, oh, will Liverpool win the league this year? Or will Man City win the league this year? I suppose we've at least got that. Most other leagues have just got, will PSG win the league this year? Or will PSG win the league this year? And it's just... How many points will PSG win the league by? Yeah, indeed. And mm-hmm. is it triple figures? Mm-hmm. Would would you say that kind of your your involvement and your level of enjoyment of a game like FM? Do you think that the the more time you've spent in playing FM has, if you were to look at a kind of sliding scale of FM enjoyment and real life football enjoyment, the higher FM goes, the lower real life football goes? Yeah, I think because FM reminds you how fun football could be. Yes, mm, exactly. It wasn't quite so shit. It's kind of like FM teaches you all these beautiful footballing stories and then you'll watch documentaries about, ah, oh, yes, I remember when that happened back in the 50s. See, meh. But now it's, okay, you get your Leicesters, but that'll never happen again. I think everything, every step that is taken by governing bodies of football and all this is to prevent that from ever happening again. And it just sort of, I don't know, FM reminds you that actually if in its purest form, football can be like that but it's probably not going to be like that anymore and it seems to be moving further and further away from that but fm's a way of kind of reminding yourself that actually that is the case but yeah because you then end up going into the escapism of fm and you realize that the only way you can enjoy football as much is by doing those stories rather than trying to relate that to real life football because that just that link doesn't really exist anymore for me not really not the way it used to that kind of childlike glee of getting up on a saturday morning watching soccer am back when it was all right and watching the three o'clock well not watching the three o'clock kick, uh, no watching the three o'clock kickoffs and stuff like that and just caring about other teams and just watching the premier league whereas now it's like i'll watch my team but that's really about as far as it goes really i don't mm. really i watch the champions league final that's a yeah but other than that i don't really watch much football outside of fulham Mm, yeah i mean we're yeah i'm, I'm in a, a position at the minute where like because obviously like the team i used to support I, I had no connection with the city or anything like there was no sort of family ties or whatever like but i've just given up on it it's fine like we're now in a city where there is a football club like from my town that i was born in we didn't really have a football club. we had a little little tiny, tiny little non-league league football club but then again we had yeah, a couple of close cities um so again, I sort of should look to go back to that. We're now in a different city where there is a football club, two sons. And I'm sort of looking at them going, if they want to get into football, then I'd quite like them to have a local team influence would be quite nice. You know, and go like, like finally, you know, you have to learn the struggle. I'm afraid you're not, you're not supporting a top flight club. It's, it's a bit rubbish. Um, but there is that thing of, of looking around, just going, I just, the top flight's just shite. It's, like, it's like, just shite, isn't it? It, like people keep saying, like, oh, it's the it's the best league in the world, or it's like, oh, it's entertainment. And it's like, I, I made a comment to someone this this week. They'd um they'd said that we were talking about women's football in the in the podcast with Alice, um, and she was obviously looking forward to the women's Euros. Now, now, you know what? Say that I've not watched much football. I've watched a lot of the women's Euros. And I've really enjoyed it. It's been really really good. The quality of football is fantastic. Of course the amount of investment that's been in the women's game over years, then of course will naturally bring better quality players. And the crowds are fantastic and people are getting involved and it's amazing to see. 
and I'd responded to this uh, to to this person who said, "Look, you know the uh, you know you say that women's football is just exciting as men's football." I was like, "I've watched three of the women's Euros games, and they're all better than Newcastle versus Burnley. Like a hundred percent. Like you can't just be sitting going just because it says Super Sunday." doesn't mean that Southampton versus Crystal Palace is Super Sunday. It's just what they mean is this game has been moved. Right? That's- <laughs> <laughs> this game is contractually obligated to be here because we have to show a certain amount of these games. Yeah. Good luck, everybody. Now here's some punditry for a match that's happening later. Yeah. Let, let's find out what Alan Smith thinks. Really? <laughs> Are we going to yeah. do that? <laughs> no, no, I, don't know. I think it's just not... because football is. It feels like there's just so much coverage. Yeah. And I feel like there was a time. It feels like at one point with football, there was lots of football, and the coverage of it was either really corporatized and horrible and didn't have any personality to it. And there just wasn't enough, or there wasn't enough coverage in general. And then slowly over time, that pendulum swung. And it reached a nice middle point where actually now you had lots of coverage of football, but you had a nice range of choices. You could watch your sort of more mainstream type of coverage or you could watch independent coverage, which was perhaps a little bit more raw. And for me personally, I found it a little bit more interesting when people were a bit more real about football. But then it feels like now it's switched so far the other way that it's now become wall to wall coverage and it's mostly just shit. Mm. And it's hard to tear through all that to find anything valid anymore. And I just don't, I'm 32. I don't have the patience to sit through that to try and find anything interesting anymore. So I just don't, I think. I'd rather go read a book. What I think, what I, think, what I find interesting about myself, and I've, I've, I've thought about this for a little bit recently, is that my favourite era of football is 90s Italian football, which mm. theoretically should mean I should love the Premier League because it's the best players with the most money in one league. But no, I want that way back then. I wanted it back on my terms. Not right now, thank you very much. Yeah. Like, I want, I want, I want it this, this different strings. All, yeah, exactly. I want it all away. Like you know, I don't want it like on my doorstep. Thank you. I want, I want, you want it, it to different. be exotic. Yeah, you want it to feel like something you have to sort of cheat your way into. Like you shouldn't really be watching it. Mm. Like, it's Sunday. like the babe no. station of football when you're 13. <laughs> That's what yeah. it basically is. <laughs> You, you know what they should do? They should. Here's an idea, right? While we're on our crazy train of thought, if you're sitting there, you got your babe station football. All football should have should have like a 15 minute free view, right? 15 minutes of the match should be played. If it's shit, just stop it, right? Just no more. <laughs> just, just cancel it. Just just put right? country file on. Yeah. Done. Just everyone goes home if it's boring, right? If if <laughs> you get nil nil, no points either of you. Off you go. If if it looks like it's going to be good, everyone gets charged for the full match, right? <laughs> <laughs> or there's a crowd vote. They've all got buzzers <laughs> under their seats. Hugh wants to be a millionaire style. <laughs> Fifteen minutes into the cr- thing, pops up on the big screen. It says, "Is this game looking interesting?" And then if it's more than fifty-fifty, the people then you have to stay. And your, your ticket is done. That's it. You, you're staying. But if it's less. Congratulations, you could stay if you want and you can pay. The rest of you, refund your tickets, off you pop. Also as well, that plays into the influence of the of the crowds as well because then you'll be having yeah. everyone go, oh, our our home stadium's atmosphere is brilliant. What you mean is yep. your home stadium all have those buzzers. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. They'd want to create more of an atmosphere because then the game would appear to be better and Ooh. then there'd be like, you see like expected crowd leaving. <laughs> so like Southampton this season have an XP of 20,000 above they're keeping way more fans in their stadium than those buzzers should any right to be yeah, yeah. Newcastle yeah. keep a lot of fans in because there's because it's a three-tiered stand and it's a long way down so just going, 
gone up to the top. You know, I mean, you know, how pissed off would you be? You've got 15 minutes of football and you've been up three flights of stairs and going, yeah. I've got go all the way back down. Actually, it serves you right for sports washing, to be yeah. honest. I'd just stay there until the next game. Exactly. Uh, like a lot of it, if, if, we, if, you, if you bear in mind Tony's kind of, you know, uh, cheeky pay-per-view idea, it's going to depend which games are most discreetly billed to your account, isn't it? You know, like, Precisely, you know, yes. Don't have to explain to you. You get like, bills from Spherical Sport Limited. Yeah. <laughs> People like, Okay. Or it's just, have, you been, have you been watching Crystal Palace? Oh yeah. no. Um, oh, no, no, don't worry. It was born. My brother used it. <laughs> oh god, no. That's I would just, never watch like so heinous. It's just yeah, really, really, really violent pornography. Who do you think I am? <laughs> Come on, I'm better than. <laughs> With the joint credit card. Oh god, how dare you? Exactly. We have children, Darren. Exactly. Exactly. I, I, I want to see that news headline. I want to see it. Do you do you remember the news headline? There was the old boy from up north, and he his they he bought two hundred pounds worth of adult material on their uh, on on pay per view, and his wife found out. And he just kept doubling down. He's like, no, it wasn't me. Yes. And they went to the paper and there's photos the and there's her with them. holding yes. the bit. Yeah, it's going to be that, but it's, it's, it's going to be some guy's wife. It's like, well, somebody, somebody in this household spent £200 on Brentford versus West Ham. And it wasn't me. And it's going to be their husband in a Brentford chair. Like, pff, couldn't tell you. <laughs> it's just a guy trying to discreetly hide his Brentford sofa cushions. <laughs> But it's going to have those local, those local newspaper photographs as well. Of as you say, what, you, your man, your man, your man in a Brentford shirt stood outside the Brentford stadium, looking sad, while she, while the wife points at the stadium and a bill. <laughs> oh, I wonder what this story <laughs> could be about. Darren in Brentford shame. <laughs> I paid three hundred pounds to watch match on a Tuesday. <laughs> I want to see Eve Antoni's best compo face. That's what I want to see. <laughs> It's been caught ordering like the reruns of the matches. <laughs> but they, you'll end up with like with sort of like uh, low level solicitors firms as well. Going, have you been missold uh, EPL football? <laughs> <laughs> Did you order EPL and find out it was the Carabao Cup third round? If so, you might have been missold. <laughs> you may have been missold entertainment. <laughs> If you've been affected by any of the issues raised during today's stadium chants, please call this number. They should say that at the end of every football broadcast. You may have been missold entertainment. <laughs> no take backsies. Oh, I love it. I love it. This is why we should be in charge. We should be in charge here. This is like this is this is how the game should evolve. You know what I mean? None of this like, oh, you know, sell it to the highest bidder go, no, let's make it fun. Right? Let's yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying chuck a bunch of footballs, and I'm not saying make fire or whatever. I'm not saying kicking throw-ins. Don't worry that. I'm just saying, like, you know, let people pay for what it's worth. I mean, you look at the the game itself. Something like the stat is that the the balls in play for less than an hour. I think like fifty-eight minutes or something. Wasn't yeah, it? over ninety minutes. That seems doesn't seem right. Like I, I'm a big fan of the NFL. I think these games should go on for several <laughs> hours. But then at the yeah, same I've time, paid I'm for going, ninety minutes. Damn it. But then at the same time, I'm going, do people really need to see 90, like several hours of this? And I'm sort of going, they almost deserve it. If you're paying for football, you almost deserve to have to sit through it and then tell me that Middlesbrough versus Blackburn was worth nine hours of your time on a Wednesday when you've got work in the morning. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what was the score? What was the score, Gary? 1 0. <laughs> To you no 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 when did the score after three minutes <laughs> oh, 
Also, you had to pay as well. Yes, we had to pay because it was in the first three minutes. We thought it was going to be exciting. (laughs) Showed up on the credit card deal. My wife is furious. It cost me 40 quid in the fucking NCP car park as well. (laughs) (laughs) More expensive than the shirt I've had to buy. Rubbish. (laughs) I don't know. I think this feels like a reasonable place to end. I mean, we could literally go on. I think, I think <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna speak on behalf of, of Rich at this point, Matt. I would say Hall of Fame worthy straight mm-hmm. away. Like for, for your debut appearance, this is oh, you're, you're up there, man. You're absolutely mm-hmm. up there. Um, genuinely appreciate you coming on. I hope you had fun. Um, I where, had a great time. Where can people find you? Plug plug yourself. Plug the streams. Plug Twitter and all that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, fair one. Uh, so, yeah, you can find me on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash second yellow card, YouTube, youtube.com forward slash second yellow card, twitter.com forward slash second yellow curd, because character limits, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, in your local paper when I buy pay per views and don't tell M. <laughs> Normal stuff. <laughs> Missing persons after I especially don't tell her. In a lake, probably after that, bloated and. Hey, don't, don't, if you go in a lake, have a salmon, she'll find you. <laughs> True. Maybe she doesn't want to find me. That's the point. Maybe she put me in the lake. <laughs> I have to put in a Kimura on you, first of all. Just <laughs> <laughs> in a lake with a broken arm and a salmon. Just... Was it worth it? <laughs> yeah. yeah it comes along. Something fishy's going on. <laughs> Why is he in a Harrogate Town shirt? It's too much. <laughs> Oh, awesome stuff. Rich, what about yourself? Where can everyone find you? Right, you can find me um, at Rich Owens FM on Twitter, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Rich Owens FM. Um, come hang out. We make really, really, actually quite good you, um, content. We have a lovely time. I won an FA Cup last week. I mean, if if, if you want to see victory, it, actually, that's a lie. You've missed it. I've, I've won something. That I'm just, it's all downhill from here. It's all downhill, but it's good. It's good downhill. Enjoyable downhill. That's much better. That's much better plug than you've done recently. I, I, I told him during the week. I said, "Stop saying average content." And he went, "Oh, you want to see something good? It's crap now, though." But it was yeah. good before. Yeah. That's better. That's much better. Um, also, for fifty subs, Rich will tame a bear. So mm-hmm. yeah. remember to keep that in your pockets as well. Um, if you want to follow myself, it's at Tony Jameson on Twitter. It's Tony Jameson uh, Tony Jameson FM on Twitch, and of course, the podcast is at FMT Pod. You can also find us on YouTube, which is Football Manager Therapy, and on Patreon. You can follow us and support us for as little as £1 a month, which gets you an extra podcast, it gets you some early access, and it gets you some other stuff if you join the more expensive tiers. That is patreon.com forward slash Pod. Genuinely, I've loved this. I've loved this episode so much. Um, and I can't wait to, to hear what people's favourite bits are. So please do let us know. Keep your eyes out, of course, for... About ninety minutes and ninety percent of this will be we probably put out as clips on Twitter as well to be like here's a bit here's a bit here's a bit that's the whole podcast has been put out, um, which to be fair is is the sign of a good episode I reckon. But uh, but yeah no Matt as I say thank you so much for coming on. Um, hope everyone's enjoyed it. Hope you all stayed safe. Take care and we will see you all very soon on another episode of Football Manager Therapy. Mm-hmm.